son. Where'd you find this? Welcome back to another great episode of the Quintessential Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Q. Hope everybody had a good week. Hope everybody's staying safe out here. The whole uh, UK freeze, storm Emma, storm whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's all fucking stopped now. Thank God. Weather's clearing up here in the UK. No longer that cold. No longer in minus temperatures. Thank God. It's been a long, rough, fucking tough week. I'll tell you that. From the UK. <laughs> you guys out in the States have it easy, mate. Well, I wouldn't say easy, but you, know, you guys are lucky. You know, get more sun than us. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a long week, <clears throat> and tough week, temperatures and all this and that. And I uh, was off work as well, because I couldn't make it in a few days last week. Got let go early on Friday as well, because there was a shit, shit storm, a snowstorm hammering down on us on Friday. So yeah, it was good, but uh, I'm glad to be uh, no longer stuck in traffic and doing two, two three hour commutes. Back to normal. Hope everybody had a good week. A lot of stuff been going on in the music and the hip hop and R and B world. In the movie world, we had the Oscars last night. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of shit been going on. So um, yeah, so enough pissing around. Let's get to the shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. So what will we have first on our list this week? So <clears throat> a lot of music been dropping last week, right? Um, we got Tory Lanez, long-awaited second studio album came up. Memories don't die, and we have Fonte from the Foreign Exchange putting out his album, his second studio album as well. No news is good news. We had a lot of <clears throat> tracks released as well. Sway Lee, Slim Jimmy, Ray Shrimmer, they all put out their tracks. We got a Sway Lee single uh, solo record, we got a Slim Jimmy solo record, then we got the Ray Shrimmer record as well. And we got Khaled put out his first single from his upcoming album, Father of Assad. Got out uh, the Jay-Z Future and Beyonce Future Top Off. We're going to get into a bit of that in a bit. Then we got uh, Wale putting out a uh, fire track called Staying in Power. We're going to get into that as well. And we got uh, Prime putting out another track from their long-awaited Prime 2 album coming March 16th. This one is the one with two chains called Flirt. So we're going to get into a bit of that as well. And then we've got, obviously, then we're going to transition into what I like to call Tory week. You know, Tory's been a good week for Tory, I think, you know. So we're going to we're gonna get into that. We're going to go, we're going to go into Tory's album, his, uh, a few other things he's done in the past week or so. Uh, yeah, then, then, then we'll take a little left hand and go into a bit of the Oscars uh, as well, so... We'll get to that as well. So, but let's start off. Let's start off with um, some of the music now, guys. I do apologize, uh, but uh, from here on out, won't be playing music or reviewing music. You know, like I've been doing in the previous podcasts. You know, you know, playing the tracks and getting you guys a little feel of it. And there's been a lot of issues, personally, uh, with me and SoundCloud. So um, I don't think uh, it's wise. For me to be playing uh, these songs. Don't worry, we've still got the sleeper segment. I'm still going to play you some sleeper songs from artists that are not that well known. And I want to put out there some great music as well. But um, I won't be playing any, uh, you know, album cuts. You know, like you know, I've been doing uh, over the past few episodes. Um, I just I'll just be going into the tracks, like you know, just talking about them, letting you guys, you know. Uh, uh, Get get a get a view of my opinions, and I'll post I'll post the links to these tracks you know, on YouTube, from YouTube and whatever whatnot in in the bio on SoundCloud, uh, so then you guys can instantly you know just go check it out, uh, but um, yeah I won't be playing them unfortunately so, uh, by no means are we done you know the quintessential podcast is not done by any means, I'm gonna keep this shit shit alive guys you know i gotta keep this they don't want me to win but we're gonna keep on winning word to Khaled, you know lion order you know as he says <laughs> we're gonna keep on winning we're gonna keep on doing our thing man because you know um appreciate some of the love people who send me and stuff like that you know fucking with me my followers are going up and this and that i like uh the comments people are leaving under the posts and things like that plays we're getting on soundcloud as well 
I appreciate you guys. So keep bringing that love. Keep uh, keep giving your giving me your opinions, your views. Uh, let me know what else you want to hear and stuff like that. Uh, so we're in this together, guys. They can't they can't fuck with us together, man. You know, we build an army of us, and you don't know what's gonna happen in it. But yeah, for now, let's uh, keep going. You know, we're not gonna play any of the like you know the album cuts or anything like that but i'll we'll still talk about them give you my opinion and um but yeah so we'll keep that alive guys and then um who knows down the road you know once your boy gets big time you know he gets his name up in them lights then who knows you know anything's possible but yeah enough about that shit <laughs> let's get into the music so Right, let's start off with Race Rimmered and uh, their tracks. Right, so Swaley put out a track, uh, his solo track. I believe it is called. Uh, actually, I forgot what it's called. I was listening today, actually. Uh, it is called Hurt to Look. Right, so we all know, uh, or if you don't know by now, that Race Rimmered, they're releasing their third album, Strem Life 3. It's going to be a triple album. And that's gonna be a uh, a an ode or uh, or honouring Outcast's uh, diamond selling album, uh, Speaker Box of Love Below. In the sense that it's, uh, you know it's gonna have one side, um, you know Andre three thousand one side, uh, Big Boy, and then they had the Outcast uh, joint one there. So in the same here they're gonna have one side uh, Swaley solo album, one side uh, Slim Jimmy solo album. And then you're gonna have the third one, the uh, uh, Ray Shremmerd uh, joint uh, joint album there. Yeah, so they released uh, three tracks. I did listen to all three of them. Uh, so let me start off with the good. Uh, the Ray Shremmerd track is called Power Glide and it's featuring Juicy J. Uh, Swaley killed it. He killed it. Yeah, the verse, the hook, everything. Slim Jimmy doing his thing as well. He's doing his thing, you know, bringing the bars and stuff like that. So that's good, and then you have Juicy J on there, you know, like a bit of Juicy J, a bit of the OG there. So good track, good track overall. Um, Sway Lee's solo track he put out, Hurt to Look. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Um, I've played it a few times, uh, but uh, no, I like it. You know, I like I like Sway Lee. You know, I like that. You know, his cadence, his melodies. Um, so he knows how to pick a good beat. Yeah, I mean. I was I was potentially hoping for a bit more, you know, probably a bit of slowed down, maybe a bit of like smooth beat and thing like that. But no, it's alright. It's good. It's good to listen to, you know. Uh, yeah, so it's a good track by Swaley. And then the Slim Jimmy one, uh, Brinks truck is called uh, his his solo one. Uh, honestly, guys, I didn't really like that track. Uh, I mean, I thought with Slim Jimmy, I thought with Shamad, you know. Uh, uh, the great, but I really didn't like that track. It felt very repetitive of what he was saying, like you know, he just kept recycling the same, same words, same bars over and over again. It seemed like you know, in the in the chorus, and I, I feel it was a bit long as well. Um, I think it's only like maybe I think four minutes or so, or something like that. But I felt it just felt a bit elongated because you kept hearing the same same thing. Um, but yeah, let's let's see. You know, by no means am I saying that you know Slim Jimmy's album is going to be trash or whatever like that. Um, I mean, if I were to take it on popular opinion, I'm, I'm, well, if I were to give you my preference, I honestly probably only when that when that triple album drops, I honestly probably won't uh, listen to much of Slim Jimmy stuff. Uh, so uh, I mean, maybe that's unpopular opinion. I don't know. Maybe some people fuck with him, but honestly, I, I, I fuck with Swaley more. And I think together they make good music. <clears throat> I mean, on his own, Sway Sway makes good music as well, as proven by Unforgettable with French Montana. You know, Sway said uh, that uh, if you like Unforgettable, he's got like dirty Unforgettables uh, in his uh, laptop, and that's what this whole uh, uh, his uh, solo album Swaycation is. That's what it's gonna sound like. So, I mean, off the first track. Mm, I'm not so sure Sway, but you know, you, you know, you're a good singer. You have good melodies and stuff, so I'm not gonna knock you there. Um, but honestly, I mean, I'll have a look at the uh, Slim Jimmy side when it comes out. Maybe some of the future wires, and you know, maybe give it a quick uh, glance or maybe a quick uh, listen over. But um, honestly, I'm more more checking for Sway Lee's side and the Ray Shremmerd, uh joint 
project because I think them two together sound good. But I don't know. Um, that's my unpopular opinion, really. But uh, I just thought, fuck it. Why, why, why am I being, why am I, why am I being so shielded? Fuck it. Let me just come out with what, what I'm saying. So yeah, I mean, that triple album. I'll probably only listen to two sides, really. Maybe have a little uh, glance over of Slim Jimmy's thing if it's got any good features and that. But uh, more or less, I'll be listening to. Uh, more Swaley side and the race from my project so yeah, let me know what you guys think you know if I'm wrong you know maybe put on put me onto a bit more Slim Jimmy music you know if he's got any Lucy's here or there or whatever but um that's just my opinion but yeah the the uh, other two tracks they put out yeah pretty good the race from my track Power Glide was good with Juicy J and then Swaley Swaley's solo track uh Hurt to Look that was also uh yeah, quite good quite decent release so not bad for them not bad for them at all Next, we're going on to Prime. They dropped another track from their highly anticipated second studio album, Prime 2. This one's uh, called Flirt. This one with 2 chains. They dropped the track Error with Dave East a couple of weeks ago. We talked about it in one of the episodes. Then they dropped uh, the other one called Rocket. That was really good as well. And then this is the third offering from that. Uh, <clears throat> I listened to it today. It came out today. Yeah, really good track as well. I told you, fuck with Royce. Um, I can't wait to hear this album. Prem on the beat, you know, phenomenal. So, and two chains snapping as usual. So, um, I think it's really good, really interesting on this track is that uh, Royce starts off uh, mimicking or you know honouring uh, M's flow uh, uh, to clean out the clean out my closet. So the first few bars he says is a uh, very reminiscent of M's start off in cleaning out uh, cleaning out my closet, and then two chains starts off his verse. Uh, mimicking M's flow for uh, the way I am, so I think that was really very, very a very good ode to M from both of them. Obviously, Royce being very close with M, being one of his best friends, so I think that was a good ode to him. And uh, I'm gonna sound really misogynistic here, really sexist here, but this track is predominantly for the males, as uh, as the track says, he goes, "Bad bitches can't flirt." And Royce speaks some real shit on there, you know. Bad bitches, they they want to be, you know, planning all these thirst traps and all this and all that. Whereas, you know, um, they want a guy. These bad bitches, they want a guy to be a gentleman to her and you know get a number. So all Royce is saying is that you want a guy who's a gentleman to you and get your number. Yet you're playing all these thirst traps and stuff like that. What if us men, we want the same thing? You know, why can't? Why can't uh, you know you do the same thing as men guys do? Just ask for a number. Be be a woman. You know you don't need to bear all arms and you know you know show a lot of cleavage or bend down. There's a bar in there that says that you don't need to bend down and show your cleavage, all that tight skirt riding up you and all that shit. You know, so bad bitches they don't they don't know how to flirt. You know, and yet they want a guy who. You know, it's all gentleman like who approaches them nicely, talks to them properly, and asks for their number. Not a sleaze ball, not just saying, "Yo, can we fuck? Oh, I want to fuck you. Let's go back." You know, so <clears throat> we're speaking some real shit on there, real shit on there. So it's, it's after hearing it's you know, as misogynistic and sexist as it sounds, I think you know it's primarily aimed at the men there. So this song, this song is for the guys. Bad bitches don't know how to flirt, and I fucking agree with you, Royce. I hear you there, you know. Here there, so wait, wait one second. Air horn, air horn in this bitch for Royce for for saying that shit, mate. Come on. <laughs> air horn that bitch for Royce for that track, for that message on that track, mate. Yeah, so um, great track again. Can't wait for Prime Two coming out in two weeks on March sixteenth. So looking forward to that. It's going to be a lot of bars, a lot of good beats. Uh, yeah, can't wait for that at all. <clears throat> so yeah, all your little heads and everything. Check that out as well. Uh yeah, so you can check out that race room and I'll, I'll post a link to these tracks in the SoundCloud bio as I said guys so don't worry I got you, I got you my G's. <laughs> right, next we've got Khaled. Khaled is now starting to run for his eleventh studio album. You know the he says the summer starts now. You know when he released it on Friday he says the summer starts Friday. So I agree with him. Khaled's always the uh. Summer Anthem guy, the Summer Album guy. Fortunately, that wasn't the case last year. I really didn't fuck with that Grateful album, unpopular opinion. Uh, uh, maybe, uh, um, uh, you know, some lo- a lot of people love it, but I haven't really fucked with that album at all. Um, I listened to it once over, now I think out of the total, I think it was 20 or 21 tracks. Um, 
I only liked probably about five or six, and even then, like those five or six, um, you know, what what was the main ones? Wild thoughts, right? And then what? I'm the one. Yeah, okay, fine, it's okay. Um, but what shining as well? Yeah, fine, cool. But yeah, that great album didn't do it for me. Uh, Major Key was better than that, I thought. And for the UK guys, the UK listeners and everything like that, we really didn't get that Drake track. The, um, was it a non-stop or whatever it was, or to the top or on the top or whatever it was, you know, it was like over that little uh, juju kind of beat or whatever. Like, we didn't get that because apparently it wasn't made available to us or whatever or something like that. But that, that, that track was trash as well. How can you go from, uh, what was it, for free to that? Uh, I was talking to my mate about that and, uh, yeah, he was saying the same. So, yeah, uh, but this track he put out on Friday, Top Off, with Jay-Z, Future and Beyonce, okay, uh, let me start off first, I love the cover art, I love the video, we've got Assad in there, <laughs> love Assad, what the, he's probably one of the cutest babies I've ever seen, um, my heart melts every time I see him on Instagram, on Kale's page as well, so, uh, yeah, I love the artwork, um, so let's get into the track. We got um Jay Z and Beyonce linking up as uh reminiscent of the Shining track, and you got Future on there, so reminiscent of the Jay Z and uh Future. I got the keys from the Major Key album uh two years ago. Yeah, it's a good track, good track. Um, highlight of this track for me has to be Beyonce. She's rapping on it, not something you see very often. I think the last time you saw Beyonce rapping was from her Lemonade album a couple of years ago. So, uh, yeah, highlight for this year was Beyonce for me. Um, it's good to see, you know, they're talking about current events as well, both of them saying Free Meek, you know. So, yeah, Free Meek, definitely agree with that. Um, and then, you know, a couple of people think she's taking shots at Tiffany Haddish, you know, the actor from Girls Trip. Uh, as uh, apparently, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Jay and B were at a party and then uh, um, Tiffany was partying, partying with them. And um, there was a report that came out saying that a woman came up to Jay-Z and placed her hand on his chest. Beyonce saw that and immediately went up to the woman and said, you know, get your hand off my man's chest and this and that. So uh, Beyonce says in this song, um, if they want to party with the, uh, if they want to party with B and make sure they sign a disclaimer. So some people think she's talking about Tiffany Haddish there. Uh, I'm not reading too much into that. I mean, I think it's just B just being B. Uh, being the queen she is uh, so the highlight for that yeah is is Beyonce rapper for me she's got some bars on there man these singers who you know these singers can really rap I, I, I talked about it I think uh, last week or the week before you know you know black you know these singers can really rap uh, Chris Brown and all this you know so who is it uh, Rihanna on that Lemon record Lemonade record of that NERD album now Beyonce Man, these singers can rap a lot, and you know I'm not used to hearing Beyonce swear much, you know. So it's it's very very like the first time I proper heard her do or swear was on that Lemonade album. So I was just like, oh, a bit of Ratchet Beyonce, a bit of Doug Beyonce. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a shock, but no, I like listening to that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, good track, good track from them. Khaled done that again, I guess. So that's tracks number one at the moment. So pretty sure yeah that will go platinum soon. Even maybe even before the album comes out. I know what Cal is like, he's, he's a promo king, you know, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, wherever, Facebook, wherever, he'll be on Ellen, he'll be on whatever you think of, he'll be on there promoting a single and everything, he'll bring Assad along for the ride as well, so, you know, or Assad equals more promo, innit? <laughs> uh, yeah, so good track, so yeah, you guys check that out, that's DJ Khaled, uh, Jay-Z, Beyonce in Future, and Top Off. Let me show you guys check that out of uh Khaled's eleventh album Father Assad, dropping sometime this year in the summer in the, in the summer region I guess as he normally does, no no dates announced at the moment. Next release of the week we had uh, Wale he released a fire track, Staying in Power, you know, Wale man why why is Wale underrated why is Wale underrated you know I. I, I asked this question to myself a lot, you know, that whole MMG camp, Meek, Ross, Wale, um, Staley was on there, but now he's left, um, Amarion, I believe he's, he's left from there as well, uh, so, 
I don't know why is why is Wally underrated. You know, I mean, obviously Meek is Ross's right hand man. He's made that clear countless times, and you know, Meek shows the same kind of uh, same kind of uh, thought as well. Um, so, but I don't know. People keep sleeping on what that Shine album he put out last year. He did, you know, that was really good. That was phenomenal. You know, that's Wally. You know, rapping his ass. Well, Wally can rap, he can rap his ass off. But you only moved like twenty eight thousand units, and then people just slept on it because we are in this whole microwave era. You know what I mean by microwave era for you young listeners is, you know, you just want to listen to a song. You know, once or twice after like a couple of days, it gets old. That's it. It's done. It's done. Never used to be like that in the past. You know, we used to listen to albums front to back or in the club, for example, Fifty Cent in the club. You'd hear that everywhere you go, everywhere you go, right? You never get tired of that song. Uh, but now. You listen to a song for an hour, then they're like, okay, what's the new song now coming out now? I tell you, In The Club probably lasted about, what, six months? Seven months? You know? Uh, and you know, people still weren't tired of it. But here, you know, you play you play one song and that's it. They listen to an hour or two, okay, what's the next one? Or when you put out a new song. Uh, I don't know, maybe it's just a whole white microwave ever affecting, you know, those sales and all that. But, I mean, while they don't need sales, you know, I always, always say... The greater MCs, you know, okay, if you want to be like a, like an all-star and, you know, you want to be, uh, you know, the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You want to be the, uh, you know, n- not necessarily, you know, the all-rounder, right? The all-rounder, that's it. Right, you got to have everything in it. you got to have the sales, you got to have the platinum plaques, you got to have, you know, the whole huge fan base, the global fan base and this and that, you know. But um, I say, you know, the better MCs, they also have their own cult fan base, and uh, they have people that just specifically just fuck with their music, in a small portion, so it doesn't really matter. And even when they go on tour, they still sell out, still sell out these big venues. Well, you know, they they do like, you know, fifty more uh, dates in these small venues, and they sell them out. So, you know, the better MCs, in my opinion, are those kind of guys. You know, um, there's no knock to the the big MCs. You know, you to your Jays, Jay Zs, and your Nas's things like that but um yeah i mean this track while he's staying in power uh he, he's talking about a lot of shit on there he's talking about him leaving At- atlantic um so he put out shine last year i think he was contracted to put out five albums he did that um shine being his last one and then just under the radar atlantic just said so he signed to mng mng was in part and then it was in partnership with atlantic but then it was distributed by warner so it's just a lot a lot of inside inside deals in there but he's still signed MMG, but now he's distributing music from his own label. I think it's Blue, Blue Label 1 or something like that, he's called it. I'm not sure um, 100% of his uh, label name. But yeah, so um, he's just addressing him leaving Atlantic. And, you know, they said that obviously last year under the radar when he released Shine a couple of weeks afterwards because he only moved 28,000 units. That's a conspiracy theory that because it did so low sales, then Atlantic just let him go. And I think that's the best thing for him, you know. He doesn't need to be tied down by, uh, you know, these kind of labels. And I think this, I told you now, now is the era of independence. You know, back in the day, you want to have a big label to get that big push, get your songs out there, uh, you know, have that big major platform. But now, I think it's better if you go independent. People are moving their own units. So many units moving in the independent. You know, Tentacion, for example, he did that. Um... Who's that? I think this 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 Kashi guy I'm not listening to, but he's independent, but he's moving like fifty, sixty units on his own. So fifty, sixty thousand that is. So you know, that's that's amazing for an independent, you know, Nipsey, fifty four, you know, well but obviously he's got I think he's got like a, a distribution deal, I don't know if he's fully signed to Atlantic, but you know, on his own that's that's amazing. Um so yeah, I think yeah, while he's doing the right thing, he's still signing MMG, but uh, MMG, but obviously he's using his own label. Uh, he's cut off his own label, so he's putting out music through that. And yeah, so he he just, he dresses a lot of things. He's got, while he's got bars, while I can wrap his ass off, he's got bars, right? You know, he's saying that um, put me in front of my opponent, you and tell him who can out rap me, right? So um, yeah, it's uh, he 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 literally can, right? So. Uh yeah, so a great track, you know, from great MC. I mean, some people think you know, I don't know. For me, Meek put on a, pheno- a phenomenal album last year. Okay, hands down, last year Meek's album was better than Wale's. I'm gonna agree to that because Meek surprised me a lot with that album, uh, that Wins and Losses album. I had that on repeat for God, 
God knows how many months, and I still go back to that, you know, um, that album as well. So, hands down, me put a better album in Wale last year. But if I'm talking about a better MC. I mean, Meek's Meek's got the radio records. He's radio friendly, you know. He's got bars as well. I'm not gonna lie, Meek does have bars, but I think in you know, an actual contest, right? Rap contest, a battle rap contest, whatever you wanna call it, freestyle, whatever, right? I think Wale would beat beat Meek hands down, hundred percent. If you hear about the the if you hear the energy and spitting Wale's doing on this, not even this records records before that as well. CC White from um, Shine last year, right? You know, listen to that. As does uh, does wordplay is uh, at its finest, one of his uh, while it's finest. So, I think in a freestyle contest, rap contest with him and Meek, I think while while will do Meek over in that one, yeah. So that's just my opinion. Maybe some guys think different. Okay, Meek was a battle rapper, you know, uh, before when he was growing up and things like that. But I think right now, um, you know, not you know. Meek's got a proven track record, you know, he's got the sales, you know, he's the all-rounder, as I said before, he's the all-rounder. Whereas Wale, he's got a cult fan base, you know, he's got bars, he's got web, he's, he's been consistent in that sense, he's been consistent. You know, there's not been a bad Wale project I've listened to, so the album about nothing, the mixtape about nothing, uh, Shine, Ambition, uh, The Gifted, so there's not been a bad Wale album, in my opinion, so... Um, Whereas I think Meek, yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, Dream, Dream, uh, Dreams and Nightmares, fine. That's his debut album, good, fine. And then he came out with, was it Dreams Worth More Than Money? Also good, not bad. Um, but like I say, from that Dreams, uh, was it Dreams Worth More Than Money? There was only, out of the whole tracks, I think there was only about a handful of tracks that I personally liked. So I, he had he had more more features. He had more the smash hit records, the ones with Nicky and Chris Brown and the Weekend and Future and so on and so forth. Tory and this and that. Uh, DC Four he put out. DC Four was mediocre for me. Um, I'm not sure he's counting out as an album, but that was a mixtape or whatever. You well, you can't can't distinguish at the moment what what is an album, what is a mixtape, as all released through Apple Music and Tidal and Spotify and iTunes. So that DC Four was pretty weak for me. Um, but I was expecting that after, you know, the whole exchange with him and Drake. Um, so there was only a few tracks I liked off of there, but then then he really surprised me with his uh, with his wins and losses. I think there's not a track on there that I, I don't like. Um, but yeah, getting back to the point, you know, I don't want to make this about you know my love for me or my love for Wale, but I'm just saying, in a freestyle battle in a rap contest, I think Wale is tearing Meek's ass up, hundred percent. Hundred percent. What I really want to see happen is while they go up to Funkflex, you know Funkflex is doing all these freestyles. Uh, I've been I've been watching a lot of them recently, and uh, you know even when they came out as well, um, me me did really he came up there twice, killed it fine. I really want Wale to go up there now. After putting out this record, I want Wale to go up there, rap for about freestyle for about nine ten whatever eight nine ten minutes whatever it is obviously black thought set the uh bar for like ten minutes non-stop he doesn't need to do that but you know pack it in in eight seven eight minutes you know with tremendous wordplay as he's capable which i know he's capable of i want him to do that uh just so you know people people know that you know why he's not to be fucked with you know he is that top tier you know mc you know he's got all the wordplay the lyricism the bars everything um, that's what I really want to see but yeah this Staying in Power record tremendous phenomenal make sure you guys go listen to that if you're a fan of Wale if you're not go check him out if you're a fan of lyrics wordplay this and that go check him out right go check out that record and go back and uh, listen to his discography um, yeah guys who don't who, who, who are a big fan of lyrics you won't be disappointed so yeah, good, good release by Wale definitely good release uh, next up let's move on Next up, we got right. So we done the ratio. We got we did the Khaled one. We done Prime. We done Wale, right? Uh, right. Let me go into Fonte's album, right? So we've got Fonte from the Foreign Exchange, um, released his long-awaited second studio album. No news is good news. Uh, yeah. So. That was a really good album. 
very short, very concise, 33 minutes. And uh, I think how many tracks is that? 33 minutes and he's got 10 songs on there, right? Um, it's got features from Freddie Gibbs. Love a bit of Freddie Gibbs. And then Eric, Eric, is it Eric Roberts? Yeah, Eric, Eric Robertson. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Fonte's known for being a lyricist. You know, he's collaborated with Farrah Munch, Royce, so on and so forth. So the company he associates him with, off the bat, you know that, you know, he's a... Uh, He's definitely a, a top tier lyricist, and um, yeah, so he's made a uh, lot of good songs with Foreign Exchange. Um, if you guys haven't heard of them, make sure you go check them out. They've got some phenomenal projects, phenomenal songs out. Um, so yeah, uh, go check that out. Shouts, shouts out to Rory from the Joe Bod- Budden podcast. Uh, he's the one who put me onto Fonte and Foreign Exchange. So shouts out to him. I know he's a big Fonte fan. And he's the reason I know of this album that this album that was dropping, and uh, so yeah, it's um really good album, really good album, especially for people like myself who really like lyrics and you know who love lyrics lyricism and everything like that. Ten tracks, um, not a, not a song I can skip on there. Uh, you know he he's he's talking about a lot of stuff on there. You know, he's talking about how. He doesn't associate himself with these new batch of rappers that you know he's different. Don't 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 come, uh, begging for him, asking for him, you know, for anything, for features or anything like that, and 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 he, and he's spitting some game on there, you know, he's spitting that Jay Z like game on there as well, you know, make sure you get your stock up and you know you associate yourself with good people and get your team up and the only people around you are the ones who can lift you, and motivate you to go towards your goals and stuff like that, um, so that that's that's. That's mature rap, as we call it, in a mature thirty three minutes of mature rap, grown up rap, and you know at this age is the age I am at, guys. <laughs> I mean, that's the stuff I like to hear. You know, stuff that gives me wisdom, stuff that gives me you know knowledge of how to carry myself in this world and how to take myself forward. So I really like this album. Uh, yeah. So, um, not not a bad thing to say about Fonte's album at all. So make sure you guys check that out. That's Fonte. That's spelled. P H O N T E, and the album's called No News Is Good News. Check out his album before that, released in two thousand and fourteen, I believe it's called, what's that one called? And then obviously check out the Foreign Exchange as well. They got good albums. So Fonte's album before it was called Charity Starts at Home, and then he did a joint project with um, Eric Robertson, one of the guys that featured on this uh, on this new album called Tigarello. Um, also, he's known as his uh, is, is, uh, is, uh, alter ego or his uh, code or his nickname is uh, Tigarello. So, um, yeah, um, all good projects. So, make sure you guys give that a listen. So, his new album, No News is Good News, is out now. Go cop, stream that, buy that, wherever on your Apple Music, your Spotify, your titles. Go get that. If you're a fan of wordplay, lyricism, bars, whatever, check that out. Definitely a recommendation for you guys. Right. What we got next, right? Um, let's go into. I'm gonna just take a left turn for a second. Um, I'm gonna get into uh Tory in a bit. I'm just gonna address. Uh, let's let's go into a bit of the Oscars now for for just like a little 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 uh, little break, little little left turn there. The Oscars were last night. Um, no, I didn't really watch the ceremony, but. As as usual, most of the, as most of the people as well just woke up to see some of the news, and I give a big shout out to Jordan Peele for winning best screenplay for Get Out, well deserved. I believe they should have won maybe another one or two awards. You know, I I haven't really seen any of the other nominees' uh, films, but um, I thought he should have should have won another award. But hey 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 ho, he at least he won one. Great, so big shout out to him. Uh, best actor went to Gary Oldman for um his portrayal of Winston Churchill in I can't remember what the film's called, <laughs> so my bad. Um, and then best actress went went to some woman who was in that three billboards outside, Missouri or whatever and that. That's the one with Woody Harrison. I haven't seen that either. Um, but yeah, congrats to them. Um, yeah. So that that that's really it. Really, there was a biggest biggest uh biggest surprise, biggest shock. Obviously, it was um, Jordan Peele winning, but congrats to him. Definitely well deserved. Uh, yeah, um, 
Did I say that's all I got on the Oscars kind of front. <laughs> so I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not one of them guys who like, oh, you know, who stays up and watches that. You know, I just, I just look at, look at who won and who not, and you know, what's the best picture and this and that and all that. Um, I think Blade Runner two thousand forty nine took away some awards for visual effects and, uh, yeah, you know, all, all this and that. But um, yeah, so congrats to them. But the other films I didn't really see, so but I think Best Picture went to Shape of Water or something like that. Haven't heard of that film. Some of these films you don't even really hear of, and they win, so you're just like, oh, okay, fine. Um, and then some films you think that uh, should have been nominated for Oscars, they don't make it there. Or some people you think who should deserve an Oscar, you know, haven't won. So yeah, yeah but whatever. So but big shout out to Jordan Peele for Best Screenplay for Get Out. Well deserved. Well deserved for that. And if you haven't seen Get Out now, what are you doing with your life? Go watch that amazing film. Uh, yeah, so if you haven't watched that, go go watch that now. Amazing film. So make sure you check that out. I uh, finished The Punisher as well, the series, the TV series Marvel's The Punisher this week. So I left it at episode 9 about a couple of months ago, right? And then took a break. And I just just probably just busy with I was busy with other the other stuff so then I uh, I got around to back to watching it this weekend I think I left it at a good point episode nine uh the total thirteen episodes so I had uh four more four more episodes left to watch I think I left it at a good point because as soon as I started uh episode nine it picked up you know the action started from the get go so uh that was really good and I really enjoyed it and yeah I I heard it's been greenlit for season two. So, uh, yeah, I can't wait to see where they take it next. But, yeah, definitely if you, you're a comic book fan and things like that, definitely check out The Punisher. Uh, people telling me about this new one, Seven Seconds as well, about murder and things like that. I love, like, murder mysteries and investigations. So I'll make sure I check check that out at some point and make sure, uh, make sure I let you guys know what, what I think of that. Uh, yeah, so that's why I was, I was just been at home this weekend because of the weather. So, <laughs> just been uh, watching a bit of TV here and there, catching up and stuff. So, yeah, um, check the Punisher out if you're into all the comic book Marvel side of things. Right. Now, let's get into Tory. Let's get into Tory week, mate. Uh, what a hell of a week Tory's had. So, let me start off first by uh, Tory's Five Fingers of Death freestyle on Sway. Uh, Sway in the morning on Shade 45. Right. So... If you haven't already, um, just check out on YouTube uh, Tory Lanez's uh, Five Fingers of Death Freestyle he did with Sway just a couple of days ago. Uh, I think I believe Wednesday or Thursday. Right. Now, I went into this not expecting much because, I mean, from Tory's first album, I told you so. Uh, great album. Um, without the skits, obviously. <laughs> I've got the one without the skits. Um, yeah, great album, uh, but uh, I I think I made it known that you know his rapping for me wasn't uh, what I'm looking for in Tory. You know, I prefer when Tory sings and does the R and B songs, sexy songs, and things like that. Um, so I'm not to say that his rapping is bad, but um, no, it's just it was just wasn't for me. And then uh, I checked out. This five things a death freestyle he did with Sway, and my goodness, you know, I I take everything back, you know. Well, not not wouldn't say take everything back. I th- I think he's you know he blew me away, he blew me away a lot. Um, his his he if this um, was an indicator of the what was coming, right? Then my God, you know, then um, you know the then, you know. It's amazing, it was amazing, you know, like, you know, if this was an indicator of what was kind of coming on his album, then I'm really glad that I, I watched it. Um, we'll get into the album in a minute. But, um, yeah, he, he blacks out on there for nine minutes. He snaps on there for nine minutes straight. And his rapping's got better, his wordplays have got better, his bars have got better. Everything, man, his flow, everything's got better about Tory in his rapping sense. And so I was amazed by that. And that made me want to check out his front flex freestyle that he did a couple of months ago. Now, when that came out, I didn't really look, give it much attention. I'm like, eh, toy rapping, yeah, I already made my stance on toy rapping and this and that. But when I watched that uh, Sway freestyle, then I was like, nah, I've got to go back and watch that front flex one. 
watched that one and I was just like, man, I should have watched this. <laughs> I should have watched this when it came out. Tory got bars, but Tory slept on. Why is he Tory slept on? I don't know. Um, but his rapping has tremendously improved since his first album. That was about two years ago, I believe, since I told you. Um, not I told you so, sorry. I told you. Yeah, so it, yeah, it's uh, drastically improved. So he really shocked me with that. And, um, you know, and what a good way to lead into his album, you know. So I was like, you know, if this is what his album's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm in for a hell of a shock. And, you know, um, I'm like, I love this. And by all God's mean, he delivers the album on Friday. Memories don't die. And guys, I kid you not, I have not took that album off of my uh, off of my you know like off of playing it basically right i've played it three four times four or five times on, on on friday when it got released i've been playing it this whole weekend it's not it's been in rotation this whole weekend and you know, this whole uh, this three four days played it three four times on, uh, on friday played it over the weekend i listened to it again today phenomenal album phenomenal album uh Personally, for me, I think it's better than I told you, but I told you was good as you know. People when when they release albums, so this is, I'm gonna sound really contradicting myself here, but uh, you know, when people try to rate albums previously, you know, oh his previous album was better, or his this album was better than this album, and this album was better than that. I mean, I don't really like to do that, and I'll tell you why. And the artists will tell you the same thing. When they released an album in 2015 or whatever, right? And let's take Tori's example. Tori's talking about what he's been doing, uh, what you know he's been, what he's been going through at that moment in time. Uh, Joe brought up a good point, saying that people who release their first album, people have their whole life to make their first album. And in the first album, they tell you about everything, the grinding and everything, how they got there and how they got the cl- main, uh, you know, the critical acclaim and the main start, like, you know, how they got into the limelight and things like that. And so, you know, um, when, when when they make albums and things like that, it's, that album is a reflection of who they are at that moment in time, what they've been through, what they're, you know, what they've been through, what they're going through at the moment and what they see themselves doing in the future, what they're going to go through in the future. Right, so I don't really like to compare albums like that. You know, people say this album's better than this one. This one's better than this one. This one's better than this one. Obviously, one's gonna get. You know, if you're looking at it from a commercial point of view, from a critic's point of view, they're gonna do it. They're gonna say, yeah, this album's got more of this. This album's got more of this. Or this album's got more radio plays, radio singles. This album's got more bars, more uh, more deep cuts and things like that. So you know, it's you know, the commercial side and the critic side, they will always do that. But um, personally, for me, I think even the artists would agree on this as well. You know that album is what they're going through at that time, so you can't really compare each other, right? I know that sounds contradictory from what I said just at the just a couple of minutes ago, uh. But um, I think let me put it like this: I will play this album more than I than I'll play. I told you, and that's a fact. That's a fact. Don't get me wrong. I love. I told you. I love Guns and Roses. High Friends with Benefits. Love. Uh, was it? Uh, Cold Hard Love. You know. I, I love all of them tracks as well. You know. I still play them from time to time. But um, if you ask me right now, you know, if there's right right this moment in time, you know, it could be different. Uh, you know, a couple months down the line, I doubt it will. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can ask me now. I say which Tory album. You know, would I listen to the most? It will be this. Memories don't die. Uh, let's get in, and I'll and tell you why. Let's get into a bit of this, right? Um, I'm not gonna play it. Right, hold on, I'll just let you guys know my thoughts. So, right, Tory Lane's Memories Don't Die. So, right, it's got a total of 18 tracks, a bit of a lengthy album, hour and 10 minutes, but that's fine. I like that, you know. So, 18 tracks, right? Um, so it starts off, you know, Memories is this little short introduction to the album, then you've got second song, Old Friends, New Foes, right? Banger, starts out with a banger, you know? Him rapping, spitting out bars out the gate, fire. Then you've got the Shooters record, right? That one was previous release, is one of the singles. So interesting story about this, Tori came out and said that Nicki Minaj was supposed to be on this Shooters record and yeah, she didn't make the final cut and he said the reason for that is is that um, so Nikki sent him 
uh, her verse. And um, I think Tori didn't just didn't like the um not not the verse he didn't like where it was placed or something she said something, you know near, near the hook or something like that that he wanted to place it differently, and he was communicating with her over text, and so obviously over text message people can read stuff or take stuff the wrong way, so I think he just said you know I prefer if your verse was like so here or like so on and so forth here and here and there, and Nikki didn't really take too well to that because obviously it was over text. And then she said to him, you know, fine, and just take take my verse off the album. You know, you don't need my verse and things like that. So then Tori was just like, oh, okay, well, you know, you know no beef or anything. Tori said there's no beef or anything like that. And he was just like, well, if she don't want to be in the album, that's fine, and I'll just continue doing my own thing. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how Nicky would have fat in with that uh, in, in the Shooter's record. Um, but, you know, that was, that was quite interesting for me. Um, next one we got for me. Love that track. Uh, that's a bit of the R and B Tory there, and then you've got skirt skirt. That's another single release. That's another little sexy song for for the guys when they when they're driving in the car with with a girl with the ladies. Another little R and B Tory there. Love that. Then you got benevolent him back on rapping and things like that. Bars spitting out the gate. Calling Charlemagne stupid because he spent thirty five in a Gucci store. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, that's a, a nice little buy put up uh, put up there, um, and then we've got real thing with future another one of the singles he released, um, love that song as well, and we get to uh, track number eight, hate to say, hate to say, Ooh, one of the standout tracks of the album, phenomenal, uh, here he talks about a lot of stuff, he talks about. He nearly got into an altercation with Travis Scott, and it was he said it was about the music, and he came on a Breakfast Club, uh, today I believe, and he he was talking about that. He was saying, uh, so he used to write, he used to write a lot of songs for a lot of people, and he wrote for Travis Scott as well, and um, and then I think uh, Tory sung Tory sung the hook uh, for him, and then uh, yeah, he was like, you should like you know just. Uh, uh, like just use this hook and place it in the song. He said it was gonna be with Ti and Meek and something like that, right? And then like obviously he said that. Um, then Travis himself took upon himself. He he sang sang the hook himself, and gave it to Ti and Meek and things like that. And then um, so that that's what led led to a little misunderstanding between the two of them. And then he uh, I didn't know about that until today. So I heard it in the song on Friday, and I was just like, oh, I didn't know yet. Yeah, Nearly a, 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 a near altercation with Travis. Uh, he said it was about the music, so I'm guess I, I was like, it might be something production or something related, but I didn't know it was about him writing for Travis and then singing a hook, and Travis taking that and doing it himself. But uh, he said he came on the Breakfast Club and he cleared it. He says like, yeah, like then I talked to him afterwards. He's like, this is all for the music, and then he talks about the whole Drake brief. He goes, you know, um, history made in New York. Um, at the tower, uh, you know he had a, he brought a couple of his friends with him, and then they took the he goes and he knew the beef was squashed. But once they took the picture, I was talking about him and Drake. Um, he also goes on to say that, uh, you know he reg- you know he regrets you know all this sub all this time subliminal dissing and trying to rip shit. Um, he if he put that time and energy into mending bridges with, bridges with Drake, you know, he equals success for everyone, winning for everyone. Uh, so not not the friendship, you know, now now like the beef is squashed and things like that between them two, um, uh, so that that's good to see and hopefully you can get to see some new music from that, um, yeah, so very very int- very uh, very introspective record there, um, you know, talking about you know like what he's been through and things like that, so that was that was very uh very good to hear from Tory, uh, there's a lot of stuff I didn't know. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. That's track number eight. Hate to say, track number nine. Uh, Boss it down. Another banger. Uh, he released that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, uh, another banger track. I love that. And you got another R and B little track there. Forty eight floors. No, uh, track number ten with Mansa. Um, yeah, another little R and B sexy track as well. Mansa sounds really good on that. So um, it's urging me to check him out. So I'll, I'll definitely check him out. See if he's got any new music out there or any like existing music out there. Um. And what else we got? Dance for me with Nav. Um, 
Yeah, not, not another good track as well. Another good R&B Tory track there. Love that. Then we go on to track number 13, Pieces with 50 Cent. Wow. What a track. Uh, before I go into it, I was like, when I saw the feature of 50 Cent, I was like, I hope 50 got a verse. I hope 50 got a verse. I hope 50 got a verse. And when I heard it first time, I was like, damn, 50 didn't give a full verse. He did the intro, he did the outro, that was it. He didn't have a full verse. But when I listened to it again, then I listened to it again and again, I was like, nah, 50 doesn't need a verse on this. What he done is right. I'm going to tell you why. Now, this piece's track, right, this piece's track has, you know, produced a new nickname for, for Tory, in my opinion. And that nickname is Storyteller Tory. Storyteller Tory. <laughs> I'll tell you why. He tells a very very uh was what's the word a very deep and a very uh a very heartbreaking story on this record pieces right and uh one good thing is that he he, he interpolates Nas's beat for the message obviously you know when i first heard that that was uh i was like oh he's sampling Nas, but actually Nas sampled sting for the message for his record the message right so then obviously uh Tori's kind of sampling Sting, but he's interpolating Nas, you know. So you you yeah uh, for you old hip hop fans out there, you 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 uh see that beat on there, um him to interpolating Nas is the message or Sting's uh track there, and so I won't go into too much of the details. I leave you guys to uh dig into that song, but the story is basically about uh this this girl. Uh, whose parents, uh, you know, uh, his mother especially, who's hooked on, you know, cracking drugs and, uh, you know, uh, things like that. And, yeah, he's hooked on, like, cracking things like that, uh, and his mum. And um, so she uh, leaves him with his uncle, her uncle. And uh, his, her uncle starts raping her and stuff like that and you know molesting her and things like that and um yeah so then she uh and obviously his uncle's got a son as well so uh him him her dealing with all that she can't deal with it so then like she one day she goes out and she gets involved with like the wrong crowd you know like a lot of street guys street cats and things like that so um there's uh she goes out and he gets involved with them and they're like if you can't deal with it then you should maybe just off the guy you should off him like kill him so then you know see they 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 help her out you know they give her a gun and stuff like that and then she goes back and kills kills her uncle and then um obviously then it fast forwards and then you know the son she 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 takes care of the the, the son her uh, the uncle's son which is left behind and um yeah, and then then he like grows up saying he wants to know who killed her his his father and stuff like that, and then he finds out that you know it was his uh, his cousin you know technically his cousin, and um, yeah so it's a very 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 deep very uh very heartbreaking story, and uh, so make sure you guys check that out. Uh, so uh, that that's put Tori in a whole different lane for me now. You know story you know there's one thing to have rap and bars and stuff like that. But once you can spit a good story, you know, you're a good storyteller, then, you know, I think that puts you in a whole different lane. You can do so much more, uh, you know, that puts you in the Nas levels, the Jay-Z levels and things like that. I'm not saying Tory's up there uh, at that level yet, but, you know, it puts him in a different lane. And um, you really surprised me with that record. And um, 50 does a good job, you know, doing the intro and doing the outro as well. So, yeah, a good job by him. And... Uh, and just winding get to the end of the album and we've got uh feature with fabulous davo and paloma ford connection great track as well got a track hillside with whisker Khalifa and mansa another great track hypnotized another great track happiness and tell me that's the longest track on the album happiness tells you the story of you know him uh finding out about how his mum dying so um that was really that was really uh introspective and really deep and again, another little heartbreaking uh, story there. Uh, and then you got the final track, Don't Die. Uh, for no one else, so front to back, this album is fire. I love it. I've been playing it on repeat for the last three, four days. Uh, still going to be in rotation, you know, for a long while for me. So hats off to Tori. Uh, Tori, I love this album. Uh, and uh, you've done a great job. 
Uh, can't wait for you to tour for this album when you come for come to the UK. Uh, I can't wait to see you for that. Um, one of my other, other one of my other good friends. He's a really really uh, big Tory Lanes fan. So hopefully me and him can get together and uh, go see Tory when he tours for this album. So hats off Tory for that. Gotta give you that. Hold on, not even hats off. Let's put an air horn in this bitch for Tory. You know, fuck that. We gotta give an air horn. Air horn for Tory in this bitch. That's right, and again. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Well done for Tori, mate. So, phenomenal album, Tori. And uh, I can't wait to come see you tour for this. Alright, that, that's it, guys, for this week in uh, terms of the music uh, that's been released and things like that. Um, as we touched on all the big major releases of the last week. Um, we touched on a bit of the Oscars and a bit of the TV talk there. Uh, yeah, let's uh, transition into our sleeper segment now, guys. I'm going to play you a song from a guy that I've been following for quite a long time now. Um, he's from Brampton uh, in Canada, in Toronto, Canada, right? So, you know, a lot of good talent coming out from uh, Canada as well. So, But this guy I've been following for a while, he's released... Uh, Quite a few projects, not not necessarily his studio albums, but he released quite a few mixtapes. Um, he's got one up on SoundCloud, then he's got the other one you know, on Apple Music, and then he just released an EP just uh, just a couple of months ago. Uh, I'm gonna play you a song from his first ever mixtape released. Um, uh, yeah, so his this guy is called K Forest. He's been following him for ages. Makes great music. He's in that. Uh, you know, following on from the Tory Lanes kind of, he's in that kind of lane, you know, rapping and singing. Um, so, yeah, uh, he's, he's doing a really good job out there. He put out an EP a couple of uh, weeks ago called When It's All Said and Done. And before that, he released a mixtape as well, I believe uh, about a year and a half ago called Eyes of Tiger. That's on your Apple Music, your Spotify's. Uh, so make sure you guys check that out. But for now, yeah, I'm going to play you a bit of Cave Forest. This is... Uh, called Wifey, a little song you want to play for your little, uh, for your, for your, for, for your girls, for your ladies, a little sexy song you want to play for them. So uh, I know I do. <laughs> so yeah, let's get into a bit of this. This is K Forest with Wifey, guys. Radio 118.9, don't touch that dial here, it's Mr. Q. Damn, son, where'd you find this? I wanna have her, but I gotta ask her for. The day is coming, saying vows by the dogs. We'll be honest, and the target is to really keep your promise. If it's way too hard, don't bother. You're my wifey. Wifey. Something great, 
the window to the soul made me realize that fate was real you stayed at home made sure i had my mail checked up on me uh, when i'm feeling ill call you over for some netflix and chill you know we getting locked you know we getting real i'll never forget what you do to me when i snatched you i know i hit a lot of me that's validation just to give you all of me The day is coming, saying vows by the heart. We'll be honest, and the target is to really keep your promise. If it's way too hard, don't bother. You're my wifey. That's K Forest there with Wifey, Radio 118.9, don't touch that dial. Chose Mr. Q with all them slow jams for ya. That's my man K Forest with Wifey from that first mixtape, Forest Fire. That's out on SoundCloud. Make sure you guys check that out. That's it for this week, guys. Uh, so stay safe out there, stay blessed, and um, yeah, so make sure you guys all have a good week. And yeah, we'll be back next week. You know, I'll be back here next week, and I uh, hope you guys uh, tune in, and uh, we'll dive into some more hip hop news, more R and B news, some more new releases of the week. And yeah, stay safe out there, guys. Peace.